All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by... Oh, fuck that. That's the old one. (laughs) Good start, boys. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, and Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Oilers Nation Radio, episode 154. I didn't get to hear an intro today because Tyler doesn't have it ready. DoorDash. Ding dong. DoorDash. Ding dong. (laughs) We are here. It's Friday afternoon, August 20th, and we're going to talk about the Edmonton Oilers and the NHL at large. I am Bag Milk here as always. Taylor Yamchuk in on the podcast. (laughs) Nation Dan, and for the first time, Caroline. Rick sounds a little different today. Caroline Schvedson. And for Rick, he is on vacay somewhere. Some of you will be very happy that Rick's not here. Others won't, but we'll see. Caroline, welcome. Thanks. And I'd like everyone to know that although I'm wearing a Leafs hat, I have my Oilers mug. So it shows my allegiance to both teams. Now pour I come the with coffee. the white flag. <laughs> now pour the coffee on top of the Leafs hat. So right. I got to ask you about that. So you're a Leafs fan. We mm-hmm. stole you out of Toronto, but your fiance is a big Oilers fan that's trying to get you to come over to our side. How's it going? Where are you at? Are we at a 50-50? Are we at a 60-40? What's going it's, on here? It's so interesting. So I never hated or disliked the Oilers by any means. It's not like I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and I have to all of a sudden become a Habs fan. Like that would never happen, right? So I remember when I worked with sports, and I, I, I came here and I interviewed, I, I believe that day, it was Connor McDavid, Darnell Nurse, and Larson. 
And then after I had the opportunity to go to an Oilers game and I bought an Oilers shirt and whatnot, I put it on Instagram because I, again, don't dislike the Oilers. And it was so funny because all these Toronto Maple Leafs fans were commenting on the post and they're like, blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Why are you doing this? So I just never really disliked the Oilers. But it's interesting with my fiance because he's a diehard fan who knows absolutely everything about hockey. It'd be so funny one day to get him on the podcast so he can share his opinion. But he... Uh, uh, he's trying his best to get me to the to the side of the orange. I keep trying to tell him that blue's more my color. He's not listening, but I think it's his goal to to get me to be the number one Oilers fan with him. But right now, uh, I, I'm I'm more Leafs, but I don't dislike the Oilers. So I'm kind of really happy to be in this dual role, creating content for both sides. It's pretty cool. It's a work in progress. We'll get you. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm very curious to see the timeline of like when I started here with you guys to how long it takes me until I'm just like, let's go Oilers. I don't care. I'm painting my face, shaving my head. That might be too far, but uh, you know, all that jazz for, for oil country. So we'll see. I, th I think the key for you is you just have to hear some more Joey Moss stories. Oh, I oh, know. Totally. I know. I, totally. yeah, I, I, everything, you know, I, I just really want to immerse myself this season. So I, I guarantee you it'll take me just one season and, you guys will have me down on your team. <laughs> we're going to get to some uh, NHL excitement in a little bit, but we're going to start off as we always do by shouting out our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant out in Sherwood Park, Alberta. If you need service, if you need a new whip, new like parts, I don't know, whatever you need, they're there to help you. And again, I'm looking at my parking spot out the window right now. There is no Bronco park there, Sherwood Ford, nor is there a 1987 Ford Escort GT. I've only been asking for two and a half years now. Maybe one day soon, I will be driving one. We only need four. We only need four. What about, convoy. what about Aerostar vans? Like I would also love an Aerostar van. There we go. 100%. Maybe that's the solution. Van. We're, we're going to, we're going to willing, we're going to add the acceptance of a 1992 Ford Aerostar or Windstar van. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the problem, Dan, is we just didn't give them enough options, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's We need it. to go deeper oh. into the, into the catalog. Imagine the, imagine the sick nation mobile we could make out of a Ford Aerostar. Like oh, just imagine all of us nasty. piling out of there at a, any event ever be the case. Yeah. Sick. Follow Sherwood Ford on Twitter at Sherwood Ford on Instagram at Sherwood Ford underscore the giant. Check out what they got going on there. And maybe if you're feeling frisky, send them a message that your boy bag milk is waiting for a 1987 Ford Escort JT or even an Aerostar. I don't care. I don't care. Taylor Yamchuk, as you do every week, mm -hmm. start us off with the Sherwood Ford giant question of the week. We got news this week that the NHL is going to be bringing ads to their jerseys for the 2022-2023 season. Three inches by three and a half inches is the dimensions. I think they're going kind of on whatever the chest area opposite to where the C's and A's would go. Uh, so my question to you is a pretty simple one. The short for giant question. What's your take on ads coming to NHL jerseys? Start with you, Caroline. Thoughts? I'm a fan that does not care about this stuff. So here's the, I always think about it from a business perspective, and I could even ask this to anyone listening. If you guys owned a business where you had the opportunity to make X amount of millions of dollars by slapping a logo onto a shirt after we've all been hit by a global pandemic, 
Would you not? Like I would, I see it from a business perspective as a fan, I step back and I know that no matter what new thing comes in into the realm of sports, we sit back and we complain about it because it's a change and we don't like change. That's our job as fans. But in the scheme of things, I, I don't, it's not like I'm going to stop watching the league just because there's logos slapped on jerseys. And you know what, if I'm the NHL and I have the opportunity to make money because I'm slapping a logo onto a, a jersey, as long as it's not like bag milks edition <laughs> that he put out on Twitter with all those, those interesting, how dare you, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Interesting logos. Then yeah, why not? How dare you? Uh, just to give a little context, since you mentioned the business perspective over at ESPN, Greg Wyshynski kind of dug into some of the details. It's estimated that a logo will bring in about four to 6 million bucks for a team, even higher than that in some markets. Like, so I imagine teams like the Rangers, the Habs, the Leafs, even here in Edmonton, it might get higher than that. So if you're thinking about $200 million, give or take Tyler, I'll get you to check the math on that it's some of the easiest money a team could ever make. They're not doing anything. They're just sewing a tiny little logo to the front of the, of, of the Jersey. And I think a lot of fans, you'll be happy to know, or maybe you won't care. I don't know. Cause if you look at the article I wrote at OilersNation.com this morning, people are pissed, but the yeah. good news is you'll be able to get the jerseys. If you want to buy one without that stuff on it. So you don't got to worry about buying a Jersey and it's got Canadian tire slapped on the side of it or something. You'll be able to get it. It'll be okay. I'm with Caroline. I could not care less about this because if you think back to last season, people really cared about the helmet ads. And then all of a sudden, nobody cared about the helmet ads. I kind of imagine it's going to be the same thing for this. Dan, what are your thoughts? Well, um, I do have, I do have the counter argument, but it's not necessarily in this situation. Uh, The only time that any, any reconsideration or any kind of consideration should be made, I think, for these kinds of additions is, is if it starts to affect the players on the ice. So I, I've heard in the past, and I don't know if it's true anymore, uh, that that in some of the European leagues, players do complain about the weight of their sweat catching on to these patches Aww. does start to does start to affect it. And Aww. so you can say that if it's no. affecting the 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 play on the ice, just because those players are used to some of those no. players are used to NHL jerseys, Aww. I'll look it up. But that would be the only time that I would ever even consider the counter argument to this uh to this That's battle and this is not measure that how do you but, even measure that oh i'm feeling weighed down because well, I'm it's, down just, this left side. it's just a cha- <laughs> it's a change in your it's a change in your physical body right even if it's minor it's something that can throw off a, a finely tuned athlete not unlike oh. myself no mm-hmm. i i'm you know I, I have no idea where that came from but i just i do remember hearing it about it when they when when a player was speaking about going from an english or a north american jersey to a european stuff. i think that's because there's you know like 15 ads on those jerseys and it yep. can be like a little bulky. exactly the nhl putting one up one up on the doesn't, chest exactly it doesn't apply in this situation and that would be the only time that i would even have a consideration it's not going to affect the product on the ice so therefore why does it matter to you it, yeah. it all it does is you're aware of that ad and here's a here's an idea if you really care about it boycott the company that's on the on the jersey and show your frustration that way but the rest of us are just going to enjoy the game of hockey as it continues to be great with or without the ad I would kind of say if you're that angry that you want to boycott a company because of a tiny little ad on a jersey, you got you got shit going on in your life. You probably need to talk to somebody. Tyler, wrap it up for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't give a shit. I'm a jersey nerd. Like, I mean, the closet behind me hey, is you filled got, with them. How many you got, Tyler? Like just NHL jerseys? Yeah. 
Uh, probably getting close to like 30 now. Um, How many jerseys do you have that have ads on them? Do you count the All, every, slash, si- every single slash, one whatever? technically well, has suppose, an ad. Yeah. But right. I'm talking like, do you have European no. football jerseys no. or anything like that? No, no, no kits. Um, but like, again, I just, I don't give a shit. I'm going to be able to go to the store and buy whatever Jersey I want without an ad on it. If I want to go get one with an ad on it, Hey, there's a bit of a challenge. Get one as close to, you know, a game Jersey as you can. It doesn't matter. And like the helmets on jerseys will grow to adjust to it. The one thing I'll say, and I said this on nation real life the other day, the NHL needs to put in a rule that it has to blend in with your color scheme. Like I understand that some companies might be like, no, we want our color on there. And I would tell those companies too bad. You should have no problem finding a company who's willing to adjust their color scheme or has a color scheme that matches matches yours. That'll fit on the Jersey. Like I go back to last season, you know, Edmonton has Rogers on their helmet. I never noticed it. Toronto. I think Toronto did Scotiabank. Right. And it was like a white Scotiabank logo. I never noticed it, but on Pittsburgh, they had the big old blue PPG paints, whatever thing on there. And it stuck out like a sore thumb. If it would have been a white or a black PPG logo, wouldn't have noticed it. So I would like to see the NHL put in a rule where they, there's some guidelines here. And like, I don't want the Montreal Canadians to have a yellow McDonald's M if it's going to be the McDonald's, but I'd want it. Well, yeah, I'd want it to be, you know, a <laughs> yellow one or a red one, like something that just blends right. in a little bit, make them so they don't stick out too much. And no one should really have a beef with this. I think they should just be monochrome. Black and white. Yeah. I mean, you could just do black and white or yeah, whatever, but I just want them to blend in a little bit. That's all. I wonder how much companies would push back on that. If they say something like, listen, I'm paying 6 million bucks for this logo, stick it up your ass. It's going to be red or it's going to be green or whatever. Did you see the Calgary flames for the last 10 years had the blue Alberta flag on their shoulder? You guys don't care about color schemes at all. That is one of the most, that is one of the ugliest <laughs> uniform decisions in the history of sports. I, I, had to take my shot. I had to take my shot right there. I hated oh. those jerseys. But when do Calgary, they don't have good jerseys ever. I like their new set. I the like the vintage. Pretty good. It's not donkeys. Actually pretty cool. Um, I, do I don't mind that. the flames look now. I think every team has kind of fixed their look around the league with the exception of like Florida, their weird new ones aren't great, but like Ottawa fixed their shit. Calgary fixed their shit. Vancouver got rid of like, the Vancouver on the chest, which didn't make any sense. Everyone knows you're from Vancouver. Um, I think everyone's pretty good around the league right now. So I'm going to tack on to the Sherwood Ford Giant question with a note from chillless99 on Twitter. He asks, what would be the funniest slash best jersey ad for the Oilers? If you're thinking of a company that just like, and there's going to be regulations, by the way. There's also like a big slate of companies that just can't even bother. Yeah. asking for this so that's all should also should be noted but for the purpose of this exercise we're just going to leave it open tyler is there just a company that you think would be hilarious if it was on an oilers jersey before i get to uh, my answer i threw this up on our instagram right before we started recording Ooh. and uh, i asked people either give us your best guess or give us your dream pick for which uh, logo should be on the front uh jay sondy 45 said west edmonton mall which would be kind Got of it. hilarious um matt blimke said uh, hughes car wash and then he followed it up with a dream pick that was Connor McDavid sponsors the Oilers jerseys and puts McDavid on the front. He should do that. Everyone has McDavid on their jerseys because Connor McDavid bought it. Uh, Westy 84 with a pretty realistic one said Ford. I could see that. Uh, Mr. Kilback said Swiss Donaire. That's a dream. And mm-hmm. Hay 74 said the brick. Um, it'll probably be like Rogers yeah. or maybe, maybe like PCL. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we're getting anything yesterday. too exciting here. No, I agree with you. That was my pick on real life yesterday. I'm just going to go. It's probably going to be something like PCL. I imagine yeah. maybe Stantec, a big local company. I don't know. Dan, you got thoughts? 
I was scrambling because I'm trying to find the name of the oil company that the Oilers were originally color schemed off of because they made like a, there was like the rumor of a backdoor deal where uh, they agreed to go with the colors of this oil company to, to kind of subtly market for it. Anyways, I could see, like, I think a funny one would be if it was like British parole petroleum or, you know, with a nice big green and yellow logo just sticks out on the top of an Oilers Jersey of an oil company. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's so many good, like, just like a, like a, just a donair shop in Edmonton that just pawned like, Come, comes together and and puts it just a slaps a nice big donair on the chest like it just be it would be it, there could be some fun stuff we could have donair what if they yeah i was gonna say what if they did like the donair commission and all the donair yeah. shops in the city chipped in money to a big pot and it was like donair commission yeg on your on the jersey yes caroline what do you think you know what? I, I have yet to obviously get to know Edmonton a little bit more, but I think West Edmonton Mall's your biggest that's claim to fame. Or what's that new building, that new landmark that wants to that's gonna the be Dallas Falls? No, 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 no. We were talking about <laughs> it on my first episode that I did with you guys. Um Fort Edmonton Park. The bat? No, the the building that's gonna be built that they the did in um no, it all rhymes. It all rhymes. The Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. Uh, that's it. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> That's a good call. But West Edmonton, West Edmonton Mall would be, probably be my pick because it's what you guys are known for. If you guys have ideas more than Tyler read out, hit us up, ON Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I want to know what you think about Jersey ads. Seems like everybody here, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. Dan's worried about people being weighed down on the hey, left side. I'm just throwing out a, a no. counter argument so we all don't agree. It was solid, Dan. It was solid. I we tried. gotta, yeah, we gotta give the counter argument too. Yeah. Darnell Nurse, I can just see it now. He's gonna be spinning in place, just doing circles because yes. that left side's weighed down. <laughs> through it through his right he's got side an a off. on, so it just it balances him out a little bit. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, next up, I want to go ahead and thank DoorDash. You heard it in the intro that Tyler didn't play. Ding dong. DoorDash. DoorDash. Friday afternoon. I beg you, people, to feed yourself. If you're like me, you can't cook. Or you can cook and you're lazy. Either way, doesn't matter. DoorDash has got all the options that you need. And we've even got a promo code. Uh, Tyler, what is it? ON Radio DD, I believe. Right? Yeah, ON Radio DD. ON Radio DD, that'll get you 25% off your first order and no delivery. Tons of options. Eat local. Maybe try a new restaurant. Tyler, we're going to be doing on real life. Getting Tyler to try stuff he's never had. Maybe this is the weekend you have sushi for the first time, Tyler. I don't know. It seems like a lot. That promo Wait. code is, is available only in Canada. Just wanted to mention that as well. Sidebar, Tyler, what's the beef with sushi? Why haven't you tried it? Uh, I don't know. It's a long list, Caroline. Tyler, he's got so many things that he's never had. Like Tyler sushi, lives his best drink. life every day. Just, okay, Tyler, no... what do you eat? What, what's your like go-to? Uh, he just drinks mac and a cheese lot of hot dogs. A lot of, yeah, a lot of like bread and butter, just the two. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to get sushi delivered to your house for you. My Jay treat. did that with the donair. Um, no, yeah, I've never had sushi. I don't know. I eat, you know, past a lot of pasta. I'm a big pasta guy. Um, never been a big seafood guy. So that's why it's always turned me away from trying sushi. Pedahe, that's your guy. Tyler, your Remchuk. What? Ready. Mm-hmm. Always ready for a pedahe. Yeah, oh, always ready for some pedahe. Come on now. We got a review on Saturday from a Michael Osta. Again, if you're listening to the podcast, oh, if you no. like it, or if you hate it, I don't you care. Ne- you never know who which said, ways these are going to go. Who said bad Hit stuff on Friday? Hit us up with a review, and I will read them as you write them. Oh, no. This one says, bring back the buttons. 
I've been listening since the pandemic started. Really great to listen every Saturday morning. Always bring thoughtful takes on everything oil country. Living in BC, it makes me feel closer to home. Please bring back the oh, buttons. I was They're coming. I'm back, I'm back in my home time. studio, so we're good. We're good. I guess he didn't like my my buttons that I was coming up with. I well, I was going to say, like, was he going to go after me for the Stephen A. Smith impression? Like, I thought it was great, Dan. I thought you did a great job. Thank you. All right, moving along here. So if, you're, if you've been listening, if you've been following, Caroline's first week, she just started on Monday. However, <laughs> she did start off with one of the most evil would-you-rathers that I've seen in a while. So I want to walk through it with the boys here really quickly. I've got a bunch of comments that came out of it. Caroline, would you please run us through that would-you-rather? Of course, of course. So I love would-you-rather because I love giving people, and if you get to know me, the more uh, Oilers Nation gets to know me, the more they'll know that I'm like this. I give you two terrible options and I make you pick one. There's no you know, deviating from what I give you. So the would-you-rather that I started off with is... Would you rather win the cup, but immediately after you guys win the cup, Connor McDavid leaves forever to the Calgary Flames, which I guys, which is your nemesis, I know. Who hurt you? Or somebody did. <laughs> or the Oilers are guaranteed 10 playoff runs. The cup is not guaranteed, but should keep Connor McDavid forever. Oh, oh, that's this isn't even ten, 10 playoff, playoff runs. runs. You're giving Connor McDavid ten playoff runs, which to me, playoff <laughs> runs, playoff runs is implying we win a round. That's what okay, a playoff but, run implies to me, right? But may, yep. may I may I remind you that you guys, quote unquote, have two of the best NHLers in the league, and you guys got swept by the Jets. So What's a, you you do whoa, know you're on an whoa. Oilers podcast. Oh, I right know, now, right? I know, I know, but I'm just spitting facts. Tyler, like, I'm not. I'm not. You're assuming. the host of this meeting. I'm heated. I'm, right. I'm not assuming. I'm not assuming that that's what's going to happen again. <laughs> I'm just talking about the past, and if it, there should be no okay. one talking. So, aside from a, like a Leafs fan, look what happened to the Leafs. I think mm -hmm. what we did was much much worse than the Oilers. Reverse sweep. I agree. Thank you. Um, but so so Rick's going to be upset because you stole his concept. It's basically one before ten, or ten before one. Yes. Mm, yeah. Right. And and you. You're, but it's the reverse, right? Because yeah. it's you have to go with ten opportunities. Have to. Also, if you with take the, the one Stanley Cup, the that'll be fun. But then there's no more McDavid magic, and I would argue, I well, mean, the playoff runs are great, but getting those crazy regular season performances from McDavid, I also really like those. So I, I go with and, the ten chances to win the cup. And you didn't even include the fact that McDavid would be a flame after that. Yep. Yeah, so that's what I that's what I love about Oilers Nation because I was reading the comments as we go, and I love getting to know obviously the nation. So. Uh, for me, there was two things that stood out. One, you guys have an undying loyalty to Connor McDavid. It, yeah. You guys would never want to lose him, even if that means winning the cup. And two, an undying hatred for the Flames. So yeah. I just loved reading all of these. And of course, yeah. every I don't think there was one person who picked winning the cup. So I, I found that to be super fascinating. And of course, it was a mean question, but I love you guys. You know, I'm just trying to stir the pot a little. It's what you're supposed to do on TikTok. Just I'm checking so in, just checking in with some of those comments on this. Would you rather whiskey woman says keep Connor couldn't handle him in a flames Jersey. I agree with that. <laughs> the squire just says, why would you do this to me? Jen Rube says never the first option. We old people have already endured similar pain. Jonesy says 10 playoff runs hands down. Although we did have Keon Davy King. This might be a Flames fan, actually, going with option. Oh, no, 10 op option two. That's 10 cup runs. Real Alberta says 10 cup runs. You said nothing if they end with or without the cup. Jackie B says, I can't lose Connor to the Flames. Gretzky going to LA is P PTSD shit that I will never get over. 
has to be option two. We're keeping Connor McDavid. Everybody is keeping Connor McDavid. So see, I think I think you could have changed it up if you had said he goes to a team in the Pacific Division, and if you choose this option, you have to say which team. He could go right? to the Florida freaking Panthers, and no, I no. still wouldn't want him leaving. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I'm just I saying, do. like, there's a, there's a beef with every Pacific team that enough that I wouldn't want him to be on any of those teams, especially. I've got a beef with every other team in the NHL, actually. So Connor can't go anywhere. Touche. I will lock him in his house if I have to. I'll, I might need an alibi later. We'll check in on that. Uh, next up, another thing that was annoying people on the internet this week. Austin Matthews. He gets a second EA Sports cover. Caroline's already cheering for it, so I'm just going to come right to you. What are we doing? on people getting fired up about Austin Matthews on the EA Sports cover. I'm literally never going to get invited back on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The fans will demand it. No, you know what? Um, Do I think it should have been someone else? Sure. Do I care that it's Austin Matthews as a Leafs fan? Like I I love him. So no, I don't know. Understand again. I'm not a fan that gets this upset about stuff like this. You know, bag milk and I were talking fans act like uh, that Austin Matthews is the only fan you can play with in this game. It's not, he's just on the cover. Um, and he led the NHL last, you know, last season in goals. So, I mean, you know, he does his work. He he's an absolute beast, you know, EA sports said, you know, he's got that X factor. I don't disagree with that. Do I, do I think that he should be on the cover? I don't care if he's on the cover. I don't really care. I, I just love what I've learned so much about being a Leafs fan outside of Toronto is that everyone hates the Leafs. Like I had no idea how much Edmontonians hated the Leafs until I got here. And as a Leafs fan, my heart, like it sings when it hears that, because I'm just like any way to kind of like get the, the word going about how awesome the Leafs are, you know, I I love it. And if other people don't like it, then it just makes me happy. There's one thing I will say and complain about my fellow Oilers fans is we get way too easily triggered by this shit. So that's why I'm going next to Tyler Remchuk. I saw your tweet about this, buddy. What is your take on Austin Matthews getting a second cover? Hey, first off, let the record show. I'm a big Austin Matthews fan. I like the guy. He won me a shitload of money last year when he won the Rocket Richard. (laughs) And I plan on betting him on him to win the Rocket Richard again. I think Oilers fans kind of, I think Oilers fans underrate this guy. I think everyone out of Toronto kind of has this like, weird hatred for Matthews just because he's a leaf. Uh, he's a top five player in the NHL. But the bottom line is I'm, I'm a big EA sports NHL franchise fan. I buy the game every year. I don't like the idea of the same guy being on it. That was just on it a couple of years ago. And it's clearly only happening because he is a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like you could have gone Nate McKinnon. He's never been on the cover. Dry never been on the cover. David Pasternak's never been on the cover. Kerry Price could have been on the cover. Andre Vasilevsky. So many Murray. good op flurry sure yeah put flurry on the cover there's so many good options out here and i agree with caroline it doesn't like really matter um it's just one of those things you kind of roll your eyes and you're like yes of course it goes to austin matthews for a second time in three years when that's never really happened so um caroline's back she missed all the nice things that i said about austin matthews um (laughs) but at the end of the day i don't like the decision (laughs) Uh, i'm so sorry you got to end off on the bad things that you said so now that she's back dan Wrap us up. I personally, I haven't played an NHL game in a hundred years, so I don't really give two thunderous fucks, but whatever. (laughs) Well, full disclaimer for the first time in probably 12 or 15 years, I didn't buy NHL last year because of my simulations that I ran during the pandemic. It made me hate the game of NHL for a while, but, but uh, EA sports for those of us who have played their franchise 
do tend to put out the same product polished a little bit differently every time. Uh, but it's, it's been the same game for the last, I want to say six or seven years. So to me, I find it very fitting that they are going to start using the same cover athletes over and over again, but with a different photo so that it's a little bit different, but it's the same. It's just the way it is. And like Tyler said, it, it checks all the boxes. Like Caroline said, it gives uh, a, you know, a top 10 player in the NHL, some more exposure. What's wrong with it? Who cares? But keep doing what you're doing EA because we all see it. To me, oh, you know what? Sorry. Sorry. Bagman. Go for it. I think that EA sports is smart because people are talking about it, right? Like even mm-hmm. quote unquote negative publicity is still publicity. So the fact that it's trending and people are talking about it, it's such a win for them. So they are doing the right thing. I totally agree with you, Dan. I, I was just going to, I'll just add on to that. It, this is just marketing to me. The yeah. Leafs have one of the biggest fan bases in the league. EA sports probably wants to sell. If they're repackaging the same games, minor tweaks, as Dan said, if that's true, then, you know, you got to move some units and putting a guy from Toronto on the cover of the game will probably do that, whether it makes sense or not. And you know what? If you don't like it, make your own cover. Like just tape something well, on. And that's, tape, paste a picture of yourself on there. Who cares? That's the if thing guys, that is. Sorry. It's all. It's okay. I was just gonna say that's the thing that's always funny to me. Is it like do people sit there and play the game with like the box right next to them so that they that's can look at it and know. check it? Like I like I, I'm glad that you admitted it, Bag Milk. But I I just it shocks me that people are so rattled by a cover athlete. Do you think the Leafs are jinxed now that Matthews is on the cover? Absolutely. Or is that only a football well, thing? That's a, it's usually a Madden a thing, thing. But, but you know what? I don't think any of the cover athletes, except for maybe Kucherov recently, have, uh, have done much with their Kucherov's never been on the cover. Wasn't he? No, it's been Matthews, OV, Matthews. Um, NHL 19 cover was Subban. McDavid in 18. Tarasenko in 17. <laughs> you know what, Tyler? Good job, right? buddy. Did you Good just pull you. that out of your ass? Uh, the only one I had to Google quickly was Subban. Um, well, Subban, actually, what remember. Tyler doesn't want to tell us is if he turns around the camera, he's got them all set up right? in front of him as a memory box. for yep. him. He's oh, the one 100%. who plays and looks at the cover the whole time. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We found two of them on this very podcast. Mm-hmm. That's how I play. I can't play unless the cover's there in full view. Changing gears a little bit, I want to talk about our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. For 90 years and four generations, Cornerstone Insurance has been a family and employee-owned business here in Edmonton. They've got all the insurance products you could ever need in your life, auto, residential, commercial, life insurance. Get yourself covered. Nothing. You don't want anything to happen, but if something does happen, it'll be nice to have Cornerstone Insurance in your corner. And on the left-hand side of the screen on their website, There's a citizens of the nation button. Click on that and get yourself a little discount. So that's cornerstoneins.ca, cornerstoneins.ca. Last week on the podcast, Dan brought up the segment that I said I was going to bring back every now and then that I did not bring back as a tribute to the first podcast, North by North Gretz, that I did with the nation a hundred years ago. Ask the idiots, it's coming back. So we've got some rapid style questions. I'm going to ask the three of you couple of questions here just give me your quick take let's mm-hmm. start things off i'm going to start off with a question that's going in the mailbag on monday for oilersnation.com just because it's fun and stupid and i like that it's the summer it's august what are you going to do mac lamaru wants to know would you rather fight one yamamoto sized pulley rv or three pulley rv sized yamamotos dan you were the bouncer on the group what say you <laughs> you you always have to go with a size advantage 
you, you, like it's just that's the that's just the straight up answer and i and i say that as a you know formerly 400 pound six foot five guy you the size advantage trumps all i i am not a fighter I am a lover, not a fighter. I was briefly trained in Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu to just try and pretend that I could know Hold what I'm brag. doing in the middle of a fight, but that <laughs> that was it. And so, so you you always have to go with size as a deterrent. And as a fan of a team that's had George the Rock, Steve McIntyre, all those guys on it, we know about deterrents. Which one are you going? You're going. Yeah, so that's one Yamamoto sized Pugliari. Yes. Yeah. Tyler. One Yamamoto-sized Pugliarvi or three Pugliarvi-sized Yamamotos. I'm just saying three Yamamotos or three Pugliarvi-sized Yamamotos is terrifying. Go ahead. Pugliarvi's been taking fighting lessons too, eh? So he, he can probably that. throw me punch, but I think you always go you always go size advantage. Like Dan said, this age-old question, whether it's the horse-sized duck thing or like the how many fourth graders could you beat up in, in a fight, um, you always just take the size advantage in this. So I'm going with that. Caroline? I'm with the boys on this and I'm with Dan. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I try and make peace somehow. I am absolutely oh. going to scrap. I'm, I'm yeah. down to go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm a fighter. I will cut you. Uh, next up, does Dylan Holloway crack the top nine? Tyler, you're check. Uh, I will say that by 2022, he will, it won't happen early in the year, but someone will go down with an injury. Some sort of roster spot will open up. Dylan Holloway will have been getting off to a good, good start down in Bakersfield. And once he's up here, I don't think he's leaving. I think his skill set, his size, his ability to skate and keep up with either McDavid or dry It's all going to come together for him. So Holloway at some point in 2022, before the end of the regular season, will be a regular in the top nine. And then he'll stay there for the next 10 years. Okay. I have to, I have to raise a point of contention, Tyler. It's supposed to be idiots, not giving us intellectual <laughs> answers. here. <laughs> Caroline, next up. Maybe, I don't even know if you got a chance to study the depth chart yet. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. And put the positive vibes out there for him. Cause I'm a, I'm an Oilers fan now, right guys. So I'm going to put the positive positivity out there for him. We're going to get you uh, Dan next up Holloway. Correct. Top nine. I'm coming from my perspective of wanting to be able to write about Dylan all year in my Oilers prospect update. So I am going to say, no, he will not crack the lineup. I think the Tyler Benson's of the world are going to get in his way. Devin shore. Uh, and the, uh, the Ferrari, sorry, what was the nickname that uh, Mr. Park gave? Lamborghini Perlini. Lamborghini yeah, Lamborghini Perlini. I was going to call him Ferrari Perlini or some reason, but <laughs> yeah. anyways, uh, I think that those guys will, give him enough of a push that he gets to stay down there. And that's okay with me by his career. It's going to be fun. Just to wrap it up. I'm going to say Holloway in after the new year. And I'm with Tyler. He doesn't go anywhere. Does Alex Stalock get in games with the Edmonton Oilers right now? It's Mike Smith, Miko Koskinen. I don't know how many Oilers fans are excited about that. Does Stalock get in Dan? Uh, well, I, uh, if you had asked me this about a week ago, I would have said no, but seeing him play in this dub beauties league makes me say, absolutely. He's going to get his shot. Um, at, at some point in this season, uh, I, I do believe Mike Smith is going to go down with a, a minor injury. So I could definitely see him getting some time then. Respect to the old boys that are still playing. Shout out to you. Absolutely. Caroline, your next up is Alex. I hope, I hope Mike team. Smith doesn't go out with an injury. I hope so too, your, but history for, does for dictate. Guys, yeah, for your guys' sake. But yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, positivity vibes. And, and I'm excited to see everyone play. And of course, there won't be one Oilers game that I miss. So I'll have more, an opi- more of an opinion in this upcoming season. Tyler, does Alex Stalock get into some games with the Oilers? 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say he will. I mean, one, the injury history of Mike Smith needs to be noted when you're talking about this, like Dan said. And uh, the other side of this is they would save, I think, around $400,000 against the cap if it's Mikko Koskinen going to the minors versus Alex Stalock in the minors, right? Because you can bury up to 1.1 of Miko and Stalock's and even $785,000. So I think that's a part of it. And also, I mean, read between the tea leaves here. When Ken Holland comes out and that goes. <laughs> read between oh what did i say read between, read between the, tea, the leaves. tea leaves yeah we're gonna roll with that uh read okay. between the tea leaves here and when uh, <laughs> when ken Tyler's holland comes saying in that his entire life yeah just running with it <laughs> uh when when ken holland comes out in the off season and says i would have loved to get involved in the goalie market but i have to trade a goalie to do that who do you think he's talking about clearly the organization doesn't love miko koskinen so i wouldn't be the least bit stunned if staylock comes into camp and he he steals a spot from uh from Nico. Caroline, can Connor McDavid get to 150 points in a full NHL season? Uh, I think Connor McDavid is unstoppable, and I'm probably one of his biggest fans. And this is coming from a Leafs fan. Of course, the biggest question is always in Leafs country is always uh, Matthews or McDavid. And I'm always saying McDavid. I joke around saying it's Matthews, but Connor is an absolute elite level athlete, not even just hockey player. I watched him do things that other NHLers could not nearly do at half his speed. And I watched it in person and I was just blown away by him and just how effortless he is. I think Connor can do whatever he wants to put his mind to. And I'm excited to see him this next season. Have you been to a game at Rogers place yet? Yes. It's just, there's something about, and it was like a few years ago. There's just something about when he's got the puck. We've talked about on this podcast a million times when he's got the puck and he's starting to rip up the ice and the crowd, just like the buzz starts coming. And sometimes it levels up. And if he scores it erupts the best Dan Connor McDavid to 150 points. Well, as the guy that predicted that Connor McDavid would get a hundred points in this bubble season that we were in last year. I am going to say absolutely. The sky is the limit for this guy. And we have not yet peaked at his mm-hmm. potential so it's it like you cannot bet against him until you know three or four seasons worth of of decline happen he is just unreal you know plays plays amazing on one leg plays amazing with no wingers it's he's unbelievable Tyler Uremchuk Connor McDavid to 150 yeah, he was on pace for 153 last year. I think, you know, always when you have these conversations, you need to have, uh, you know, health in mind, right? If he's healthy and he plays all 82, I see no reason why he can't top 150. The other uh, thing to keep in mind here is the additions they made, whether it's going to be Zach Hyman on his left side or Warren Fogle. Um, maybe if Paul Yarvey can take another step forward on the right side, or if Hyman can drive a line, you play him and Nuge together and you have more time to keep Leon and Connor on the ice together. Mm-hmm. Basically, whichever way you dice up the wingers for McDavid, there's a chance that they're better than they were last year. And the power play should be just as productive, if not even more dangerous. I see no reason why Connor McDavid can't beat his pace of last season and put up 155, 156, 157. Who knows? To wrap it up, I bet on looking at the notes here, I bet Connor McDavid, 87 points in 56 games. He blew that away. So I'm never betting against him again. Just yeah. thin. End of story. Uh, Tyler mentioned Zach Hyman really quickly. I'm doing an aside. Caroline, you know him a little bit. What if, what, mm-hmm. if, what are we getting in Zach Hyman, both just as a player and maybe as a person? Because I know he does a lot in the community as well. Yes. He did a lot in Toronto. So as a player, just an absolute workhorse. And I mentioned this on the podcast last time. He's kind of that uh, 
in Toronto, you'd see the Marners, the Matthews, the Tavares always making the headlines, but Zach's this guy that'll come in and make stuff happen on the ice. And he's someone you're going to want on the ice for the Oilers. I think it was such a solid get for the Oilers. I'm so excited for Zach to come here because he, everyone in Leafs nation loved him. And I'm sure everyone in Oilers nation is going to develop that love for him too. And also he's just such a, such a good person. He's not going to have that type of attitude on a team that is cancerous quote unquote, or he has no ego. He's just a very, awesome person and and you guys know this by the books he's created he's a best-selling children's author and he created these stories I believe I believe this is what he told me uh, a few years ago at his golf tournament in Toronto that his grandpa used to tell him these stories and then he just made them into children's books and it took off and he also has his own video game company he, he's, he does so much I think that he's such an elite level human being that I think Oilers Nation is going to really learn to love his work ethic on the ice and then also who he is in the community it's a sad loss for Toronto I think that's why Leafs fans are so upset about that but a really really good get for the Oilers and I think you guys are going to see that based on how much he helps you guys out on the ice in this upcoming season helps us out on the ice because I'm an Oilers fan and I need to start programming that in my head thank you well, appreciate that ever since I heard Caroline talk about she told you told us a story at a, in a meeting we had and I, I've, I've started to feel like, at least from what you've been saying, Caroline, is that we kind of have a Ryan Smith 2.0 situation coming here, a guy that the community will be able to yes. kind of rally around and and hardworking player on the ice that isn't necessarily ne- needing those bylines and, and the, you know, the spotlight. It's, no, it's like exactly it. it. And that's exactly what my fiance, Mike, he, that's who he, who he compared it to when I was telling him what Zach Hyman's like, he, it's exactly what he said. So I totally agree. And I think that that's something Oilers nation is, should be very excited about. If he turns into even a fraction of Ryan Smith, the city will love him beyond anything yeah, he probably exactly. expected when he signs here back to the questions. We talked about Mike Smith. He needs to be healthy. How many games does Mike Smith start in 2021, 22 Tyler? I think I might go a little bit lower than some people on this. Like, I think there's kind of an expectation he's going to be sort of the bona fide number one goalie here. And I'm not disputing that at all, but let's go back through the last couple of seasons here for Mike Smith. Last year, he played 32 games. He was hurt for the first month, but then his workload got pretty intense. And in 1920, he had 39 games. So he didn't even get to that 41 games played mark. So for me, I think he'll start more than 41, but uh, I'll go, I'll say Miko or Staylock, whichever one ends up getting in around 30. And so I'll say 52 for Mike Smith. Dan. Oh, I, I thought I was good. I thought I was going to be, uh, that's him staying healthy you, but, by the way, too. No, like, I'm, I'm not trying to predict injury. So if he's healthy I'm, for all 82, he'll play 52. I'm, I'm more and more. I, f- I feel myself just draining and being a little bit more and more negative. I'm do feeling it. like I'm feeling like it's going to be like 35 games. And I don't know if that's necessarily because of his, of his lack of skill or if it like it declines. I just feel like we we're we're heading towards a situation where I think we're going to have a, a fourth goalie in the mix by the trade deadline. Caroline, what do you think? I'm going to go somewhere in the middle between both of those answers and say 42. I wish Mike Smith, nothing but the best of health, but I think he was an absolute beast for you guys. Uh, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to start this controversial conversation, but with his age, you just never know. Health is the most important thing for any athlete. Uh, so I hope, I hope he gets somewhere around the mid forties and I'm going to pick an answer right between uh, Dan and Tyler. 
I was going to go with 42 as well, but we're going to do prices right rules. I'm going 43. Take that care. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Over at flamesnation.ca, our friends down south have been talking about the possibility of Jack Eichel potentially being a Ooh, Calgary yes. Flame. The fact that he is still in Buffalo, a little bit surprising. I'll be writing about that tomorrow to othersnation.com and random thoughts. But my question to you, would you like to see Jack Eichel in Calgary, Caroline? I feel like the right answer as a new Oilers fan would be no, because Jack Eichel's amazing and we don't want him to go to the flames. So you guys let me know if that's the right answer to give right now. Well, let's see what the boys say. Dan. <laughs> well, see, I'm, I'm a chaos guy. And so to me, I, there's two reasons I'd love to see Jack Eichel in Calgary. They're not great for Calgary fans, so sorry. But it's the fact that you're going to have to pay a package of for him that is going to likely leave the team with less offense than they already have. And while I think Jack Eichel, I agree with Caroline, he's a great player, he's not going to be any different in that kind of scenario with only a Johnny Gaudreau to be able to help him out and kind of being a one-line team. And then the second element is just, yeah, the the, the fact that it would be neat to have a lesser good Calgary Flames team with Jack Eichel playing the Oilers because I love watching Connor and Eichel against each other. How do you, how do you think Jack Eichel would make them worse? Because the, because the package <laughs> that they're sending out would not, would not be to me like that, that team needs more offense, but you can't, you can't get more offense by subtracting from your offense. Yeah, but you're adding like a borderline. You're adding a great player, player. But, but look what he's had to do so in good. Buffalo with with that kind of lack yeah, man. Of he's like top ten in scoring every year on a dog shit and team. And what is and how the does worst that team. exactly? But how does that help his that, that Calgary team? Isn't much better once you subtract a Kachuk or a Gaudreau out of that. Oh, well, they wouldn't take Kachuk. It wouldn't take Kachuk to get the deal done. I mean, he, I mean if it's subtracting Gaudreau, I mean the deal would probably be something along the lines of. Uh, yeah, maybe it is Goudreau in the last year of his deal. So Buffalo can flip him, similar to like what you hear with the Rangers potentially involving Zabinijad. But I bet you it'd be like Goudreau, Dylan Dubé, another prospect in two firsts or something. The value on Eichel's tanked because they still can't move him and it's and it's untenable right now. But I I I think it makes the Flames a lot better. And I, I, I almost kind of like that in a weird way because I want some playoff battles yeah. here. I want some round one, round two matchups between the Oilers and Flames. So as much as the Oilers fan in me kind of goes like, Ooh, I'm uneasy with the flames getting a superstar. The moments I think it would create and the storylines would mm -hmm. just be, it, it, it almost be too good for me to pass up. If I had the option to put them on the flames. Guys, I'm uh, learning a lot about you guys. You guys are players. I'm happy. I thought I picked the safe and the right answer, but I should have known better with the Battle of Alberta. I let Jack Eichel go to the Flames. Change my answer. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up. I say I would love to see Eichel in Calgary because then we just get countless opportunities to show that Connor McDavid is the best player in the league, regardless of what they think of their little superstar. Ours will always be Connor McDavid. Go to can Calgary. I, All you can want. I share yes. something about Matthew Kachuk? Yes, you no. Can. So, so I know that you guys hate him, but he was honestly one of the nicest players I've ever interviewed. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Nope. I know that yeah, um, Tyler edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> didn't, move, didn't move the needle, not one bit. I, I know that's what everyone says. I'm like, but guys, I met him and he was so kind. He was oh, so yeah. nice. He didn't have like this, you know. Well, you weren't wearing an Oilers jersey at the time, so <laughs> this is true. But I just wanted to throw that out there so you guys know. Uh, Tyler just bleeped that whole thing. She said, yep. <laughs> just one long like, yeah. <laughs> Caroline just flatlined right there. <laughs> oh, it's good to give a different perspective. Next up, which Canadian team is going to take a step forward 
and which one will take a step backwards? Caroline, you're first. My Leafs, I, I would say, I, I don't know. I, I'm scared to jinx now. I don't want to say that because then Leafs Nation is going to come at me. Um, okay, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to take a step forward. We're going to get past the, we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to get past the first round of the playoffs, okay? That's, that's, that's the biggest thing we need to accomplish and what team's going to take a step back. Um, I'm going to say the Jets. Dan, you're next up. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's a great question. I think the team that's going to take a biggest step forward is going to be the Ottawa Senators. I think no. that they, I think that they showed last year that they have, that they just they have that that cool team chemistry that that kind of pushed a Vegas along to start their season, their first ever season. Uh, you, I think you'll probably see a little bit of that with the Seattle Kraken. I just think Ottawa's got kind of an exciting base of talent there that you know we haven't even seen really peak Tim Stutzla, you know, any kind of, any kind of glimmer of, of peak there for him. So there's talent to, to go. Um, the biggest step back, it's like, it's gotta be the Canucks. I would say like, just be, and, and even if it is just based off of the most recent news where Pedersen's saying that he doesn't want to come play for a team that's not going to be competitive like that's not a great look if Connor mcdavid or even leon dreisaitl came back and said you know i'm i'm happy to be an Edmonton other but i don't want to be here if we suck like i don't know it's just a it's a tough it's a tough thing for you to to sell especially when vancouver isn't you know necessarily the cream of the pacific division so i think that that's that and then their, their offseason as a whole just hasn't really inspired much uh, much excitement from myself even as a, as an Oilers fan. So yeah, I would say senators moving forward and the Canucks taking a step back. Tyler. Uh, the easy one for taking a step backwards. I'm surprised no one said this. It's the Montreal Canadians. I mean, if you think this team is oh, yeah. making the playoffs next year, I think you're incredibly mistaken. They're in di- their just- division is <laughs> like, even if that division were to snag five of the playoff spots in the East, they would have to be better than, or if they were to, let's say they get four, Boston, Tampa, Toronto, and the revamped Florida Panthers. Montreal's Dom, not better than any of those teams. Dom so, Ducharme came in and made them a Stanley Cup champion. That, so, or almost Stanley Cup champion. Runner up. The Habs are due for a massive setback here. I don't think they're making the playoffs. And right. if you could give me one team that's going to take a step forward, um, we'll, we'll leave the Oilers out of this. I was tempted to say Vancouver because I love the addition of Connor Garland and, and Oliver Ekman Larson will be in a more sheltered role. And, and that's, it's interesting to me what they have going on there. Pedersen, if he's fully healthy, he's dynamic. And Thatcher Demko between the pipes is a future Vesna winner. So they're really, really interesting, but I'm going to go with the team that could have this year's Vesna winner. And that's the Winnipeg Jets and Connor Hellebuck. I've always been a big fan of the group they put together there. Hellebuck, like I said, good enough to win a Vesna. Their top six is really strong. They'll have Pierre-Luc Dubois for hopefully a full healthy season. That third line with Lowry and Kopp is awesome. And they went out and shored up their blue line, which was their biggest weakness. And they got Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt. So all of a sudden I went from hating their defense to actually kind of liking the mix there. I think they can compete in the central. I think they can win a couple of rounds in the playoffs too. Just to wrap it up. I was going to say, I think the Winnipeg jets are going to take a step forward. They bolstered the defense this year. I think they did a good job of that. That yeah. was kind of like a problem for them last year. I think they're going to get better. And I think that take a step back. I like the answer, the Montreal yeah, answer, but I'll do, uh, 
I'll do the flames because oh, fuck them. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I think that they need Markstrom to be at his best. And if he plays like he did last year, they're going to be in trouble again. And maybe that's just the first, the thing where it's the first year in a new place and whatever, whatever. But he also has some injury issues. He's got some knee issues. So, and they didn't I'll really replace Mark Giordano. Like Nikita Zadorov's not that good. And their yeah. offense, like Blake Coleman, is not going to move the needle for me to say that that team's contract, offense guys. is figured out. Like, I don't know. Even if they had added like a hymen, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, they can look longingly at us. Last question for this week's episode. Ask the idiots, the Arizona Coyotes. Oof. I got some news from them coming up, or I've got some quotes from their president after this. Where are the Coyotes playing after this upcoming season? Is it still in the Phoenix area? I mean, there's a thousand arenas around there, or are they moving somewhere else? Tyler? Um, I think the Phoenix area is the safe bet. Cause like you said, there's a gazillion rinks and they'll, they'll find one. Um, Frank Cervalli today on the DFO rundown kind of brought up the idea of, uh, Arizona state university ASU is maybe building a new hockey rink and it might only seat 8,000, but that might be enough for the coyotes for one year. Um, and I know a lot of people were jumping at the Quebec city thing, but Frank on the DFO rundown also said, uh, don't be thinking Quebec. If they're leaving, they're going to Houston. So that'll be kind of the riskier option here out of the two is could they potentially be going to Houston? Dan? Put them in Oakland. Oakland needs something. They have San Jose. I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just, it's so, it's sad. It, it's just, it's really sad and frustrating because there is diehard Coyote fans. Yeah. And yes, mm-hmm. there's only 8,000 of them to fill, fill the building. But I think for us, especially as Oilers fans, we have been on the brink. I still have my SOS Save sure. Our Oilers poster mm-hmm. at home um, that we got handed out in the journal to just to put up in your window and show your support. Like it sucks to have to lose a franchise. Yep. Um, so it, it, you know, I hope they can figure it out. I hope that they find something in the Phoenix area and then they start to work on, on something for the future. But yeah, this has been, this has just been such a yo-yo battle. It's just dumb. Caroline. I'm 100% with Dan on that. I think it's so sad. I think that it's such a stiff, like to the coyotes and their fans. And in hearing that news, I was just like, this sucks for them. So I hope they figured it out wherever they play. I hope that they figure it out. And, um, I like the coyotes. So, you know, I, I just hope one Austin Matthews never goes there and, and two, they figure it out. <laughs> let's so. not go too far here. Like, Where let's... will Austin play if the Yotes go to Houston? It's a great, yeah. it's a great question. That's a great question. Also, I, I think part of that too, like, I mean, the NHL has stepped in so many times to try save this fucking yes. organization and even the new owner like what do we hear reports of out of there all the time oh they're not paying bills they're laying off employees in like shady ways and like all this stuff like the city of glendale frank frank brought up the the thing that was being floated around that oh it's a negotiation tactic city of glendale is just like playing hardball with them and frank was frank kind of said like nope they're not the financially they think if they put 10 to 15 more concert dates in there they're gonna make more money and the yotes don't pay their bills on time so i don't talk to frank very often but somebody that does should ask him um oh i completely lost it wow good for me um, ask ask frank where dan's question went mm-hmm. he'll know yeah. he would know frank that? knows everything i personally think the coyotes are going to end up somewhere in that area it's just a bummer because i've been lucky enough to go to a, ga- a game at their rink in glendale and it's just such a cool area you got the football stadiums oh. there the arenas yeah. there all kinds of bars and restaurants it's just a cool little spot it's a bummer that they couldn't make it work though that says it is a ways away 
out of, out of Phoenix itself, Dan. The, the question I had was, does it still, because the thing that we were sold on back in the day was that Bettman was trying to keep a TV deal going, a national TV deal going by keeping that Southwest market. But now with Vegas, is that even the case? Is, it, is there anything that's, that's got the league kind of pinned in and hemmed into keeping the Arizona going? Uh, also, the Houston TV markets, like Phoenix has a big TV market. Houston's mm. bigger. And they've brought in Seattle well, now, right? So anything so, on that coast or down in the south would be covered yeah, by move to Houston. I think it was it was because there was such a gap between LA and then like mm. Colorado and Dallas was your next closest markets that it was hard to say that you could do a national broadcast that way. So they kind of I think that that was that was at least what we were told originally or early on when the NHL stepped in. But I don't know if that's the case anymore because Vegas and Seattle exist. It'll be interesting to see. They got one year left, and obviously it's a story that we've heard probably a bunch of times at this point with the Coyotes, but I hope they stay around in the desert. It just, you know what, even we've talked about Austin Matthews a couple of times. There's a reason Austin Matthews is Austin Matthews, and it's probably the Arizona Coyotes. So, you know, it's good for the game. Uh, just to wrap it up, Xavier Gutierrez, president and CEO of the Coyotes, said, we are disappointed by today's unilateral decision by the city of Glendale to break off negotiations on a multi-year lease extension agreement. We are hopeful they will reconsider a move that will primarily damage the small business and hardworking citizens of Glendale. We remain open to restarting good faith negotiations with the city. Most importantly, the Coyotes are 100% committed to finding a long-term arena solution here in Arizona. Nothing will shake our determination to do what is right for our organizations, residents of the entire Valley, and most importantly, our fans. So we will see what happens there last thing i want to touch on from around the nhl a legend shut him down today uh henrik lundqvist announced his retirement and for me that's sad because obviously he was an icon in new york when he was there and as a bummer that he never really got to finish out on his own terms uh caroline mentioned it earlier health is health for an athlete it is the most important thing and unfortunately hank didn't get to go out on his own terms probably the way he wanted to but just real quick thoughts on Henrik Lundqvist announcing his retirement today. Caroline? He's an absolute legend. And you know what? I think sometimes we forget when we're watching these athletes in whatever sport we're watching that they have a life beyond what they're doing as a job. So his health is the most important thing. And as sad as I am to see him leave hockey, I'm, I'm very happy, you know, that he is taking time to get healthy and, and step away because like I said, his life and his well-being and his health are the most important thing. But I will say when I first started at Sportsnet, he was the first NHLer that I got to interview him. And there's only one word that I have that describes Henrik Lundqvist and it's handsome. Regal. regal. Like he's just regal all around, all encompassing the way he acts, the way he talks to you with respect, the way he looks, he, he got out of that car looking like an absolute movie star and mm -hmm. he, he smells incredible. That's always like my number one takeaway from Henrik Lundqvist is that guy smells regal. Everything about him is just, <laughs> I have questions. He, he, I have follow-up questions. He yeah. should be, he should be the poster boy of the NHL because he's the epitome of class and respect. And, uh, it was just such a pleasure and honor to meet him. I remember there was only two athletes ever that I, three that I ever interviewed interviewed and I was like oh my god that's them and it was Ovechkin after they won the cup it was Henrik Lundqvist and then it was Ronda Rousey so you know he he was he was in that three and and I think he's awesome and you know I hope that he enjoys the rest of obviously his life and I'm sure he'll miss the ice but what can you do that's that's sport 
I learned rapping, I'm going to ask you who's the worst smelling athlete that you've well, ever Well, I just want to know what Connor McDavid smells like. That's all oh, I need. Victory. Connor didn't have a scent. Honest oh. to God. <laughs> bullshit. I should, I should honestly Get think about all closer. the NHL. I should think about all the NHLers I've interviewed and then compare them to a scent. But I'd say Connor was um, non-scented, a non-scented just, deodorant. I can just imagine myself interviewing NHL players and just kind of like leaning in and just just a real quick one in the hair or something. That'd be nice. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a different kind of experience with Henrik Lundqvist. He was just well, everyone. Yeah. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, that's him!" You know. Totally. Tyler, to your me, thoughts on Lundqvist? Uh, first off, I now know what Regal means. Did a quick Google search on that. Didn't know what that meant. Uh, so shout out to We're Caroline for teaching me something new. Yep. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist, first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he was the staple of consistency and kind of greatness between the pipes for over a decade in the NHL and one of the league's biggest markets. And it's important to remember with the Hall of Fame, just because you don't get a Stanley Cup ring doesn't mean you didn't win. And it's the Hockey Hall of Fame, not the NHL Hall of Fame. And Hank has an Olympic gold and Olympic silver, two world championship silvers, a world championship uh, or two world championship silvers, a world championship gold. He's won it all. And he's got a Vesna trophy under his name as well. Uh, this guy's going to the Hall of Fame and it's very well deserved. Dan. Uh, yeah, I think that the, the thing I'll hit on is what Tyler said about like Henrik Lundqvist to me is going to be my future argument. Anytime somebody tries to say that Stanley cups should be a measure of your, of your person. Uh, great. You know, it's great when you have four Stanley cups to your name as the wing Gretzky does, or, you know, however many wing Stanley cups you have, but it is a team game. And so Henrik Lundqvist, you know, everybody on this panel will agree. One of the greatest goalies we've ever seen uh, in the net, never got to touch the Stanley cup mm-hmm. and that's okay. He's still a great goaltender because of his talent. He just didn't get the team to uh, in front of him or with him to uh, to get there. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tired old comparison. We have 32 teams in this league now. Not everybody's going to win a Stanley Cup. It's just the way it is. I'll just wrap it up by saying this league got about 10 to 12 percent less handsome today, and that is devastating news for the NHL. <laughs> Congratulations to Henrik Lundqvist on a wonderful career and enjoy the retirement, sir. Tyler, it is time to get your buttons ready. We are doing the Deuce Vodka Hot and Cold Performers of the Week. If you head on over to DeuceVodka.com, first up, handsome picture of Brett Kissel. Right there, right Mm. in your face. Is he clothed? Is he wearing a shirt? He is wearing a shirt, Ah. unfortunately. Maybe we can change that. We can send him a note, but we'll see. We'll work on it. Until then, I demand, I demand that you go to deucevaga.com and click find in store, a little button there, and you can find all the places in Alberta where you can pick up a bottle for the weekend. If you are of legal drinking age, get yourself a bottle of Deuce Vodka, maybe a Caesar Sunday, maybe just a vodka Ooh. soda, whatever you're into. There's a store locator right there. If you're in Saskatchewan, they've got an email address for you, sales at deucevodka.com. They will find a way to get it to you. Go to deucevodka.com. As we do every week, we start off with our veggies. We look the last seven days and maybe something that was a little bit more negative in our lives, maybe a little bit of a bummer. So I'm going to start with my boy, Tyler. He's Mm. back at the board. Your Deuce Vodka Cold Performer of the Week. Uh, Yep. I'm, I'm just going to go with EA Sports, giving Austin Matthews the cover of NHL 22. It's, <laughs> it's unoriginal, even if it was a PR <laughs> shtick. Um, it's gimmicky, so I don't like that either. Matthews cover of NHL 22. That is my cold performer of the week. I'm upset. Nation Dan, you are next up. Your Deuce Vodka cold performer of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with 
the just the very fact that we have as much as I do talk about it online uh, too much elections coming up in the <laughs> near future what a luxury to be able to complain about uh, living in this great country but boy oh boy could we do with a little less anger and vitriol through the politics talk uh, and a little bit more loving each other and and being nice to each other. Uh, so the election season, you're getting my cold performer of the week. Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs> Caroline, you're next up. Your Deuce Vodka cold performer of the week. Man, you're just awesome. I'm giving you a high five through the screen. Thanks. Uh, okay, I have to say, as a new Edmontonian, I will never understand the logic behind naming your guys' streets with numbers. And, and I've someone's tried to explain oh. to me with the north, the south, the east, the west, the, the way they increase and decrease, I'm lost. And, and I'm done trying to understand it. I honest to God, I don't get it. I in Toronto, I lived on 112 George street. That makes sense to me. I, uh, I don't understand how every street here is a number. And, and when you look at a street name, it, it looks like a telephone number. So I don't know that that's my, that's my take. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. <laughs> that is a spicy take. That is I a think spicy that's take. a hot one. Yep. Like, like, so if I told you to go to the corner of Grafton and Connor in Halifax, are you going to know where to go? <laughs> exactly. And it'll take you forever to figure it out. <laughs> exactly. You have well, to live, you have to live there to understand what is going on. You don't have to here. It's a grid. But, but, but that's exact. Oh my gosh. My, my fiance would love you right now, but I'm not good <laughs> with directions anyways. Like if someone tells me to go Southeast there, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Tell me to turn, take a Larry on, on this, by this landmark, then I'll get that. But I don't understand the numbers and it's so freaking confusing. But if you told, if you gave me an intersection in Toronto, I would probably be able to figure it out. I have the way that you can remember it. The okay. south of the south side of Edmonton, the bottom south part of Edmonton is zero street. And the yeah, furthest know. east part of Edmonton is zero Ave. Or did I get that mixed up already? No, you're right. Yeah. And so, and so if you hear, if you hear 17th street and 16th Ave, that's in the South corner of the city. Sounds if you hear 146th Ave and, and 190th street, that's the Northeast or Northwest side of the city. You got to kind of think what? of it like a compass. This should be a video segment in itself where I get like quiz weekly. <laughs> Absolutely. On Edmonton we can streets. definitely work that out. <laughs> we can definitely work that out. Just to wrap things up, my Deuce Vodka cold performer of the week is Cedric Paquette and his weird shrimp poutine oh, in yeah. the Stanley Cup. I like shrimp and I like poutine, but I don't know if I want those two together. And he really really was aggressive with the amount of shrimp that he put in there it Ew. was weird it was a weird pinkish hue i don't know if it was cooked properly it looked like those weird cocktail shrimp which i'm a fan of on my own after a couple of cocktails but i don't want that shit in my poutine Cedric Packett, <laughs> you are my cold performer of the week boy that escalated quickly <laughs> thank you flipping the ledger to the bright sides in our life from the last week i'm going to start off with nation dan Actually, you know what? I'm starting first. Fuck you, Dan. Ah. My hot performer of the week is Dan. I want to give you some love, buddy, because you tried stand-up comedy this week. It's a tough thing to do. It's an impossible job. Take some balls to get up on the stage yes. by yourself with some jokes. And I saw some. Sounded like you did a great job. So I just wanted to give you some love. Nation Dan for doing some stand-up, checking something off your bucket list, gets my hot performer of the week. Woo! 
Friday, baby. Yeah, let's celebrate Friday. Woo! Exactly. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Aww. Tyler, you're next up. Deez Vaca, hot performer of the week. A story done by Global Edmonton on a young 14-year-old Anthony Mobike and his community rallying around him, buying him a basketball hoop, buying him a basketball, a bunch of great stuff. Shout out to Global Edmonton for hunting out the story. Shout out to everyone on the north side and in that community who organized this and everyone around Edmonton that stepped up. I uh, got some incredible media attention. I thought this was so, so, so well done. Um, and it's great to see Edmonton get some love or something like this. LeBron was posting about it. The American Sports Center was posting about it. Every Everything that went into this was uh, was just awesome, and it was great to see. So the whole situation, everyone involved, gets my hot performer of the week. Put some respect on my name. Bless you. Nation Dan, you're next up. Jesus fuck a hot performer of the week. Well, I'm here scrambling to get to my second option because Tyler is right. I know. This, the north side of Edmonton, the Rod, as I called them, the Rodney Dangerfield of Edmonton because they can't get no respect. Uh they are they are definitely a, a nominee for the hot, hot hot performer of the week. Uh, my hot performer of the week. I'm going to pivot and go with uh, Sports Center, who caught that story, by the way, and that was awesome that it exploded from there. But uh, Sports Center released a segment, and I'll have to try and send it out to the to the uh, podcast Twitter account. But they released one of those segments of players or of people having mean tweets that they've made about a, huh. a specific play and then they have to go out and do the very act that uh, that they just ripped on the person for doing uh, and this guy had to try and kick a 32 yard field goal with no crowd around and whole oh boy is the video great i think that we need to do more <laughs> of this stuff I there do. are people out there with some really spicy takes about people's skill level in sports and in athletics and i i just i love watching it happen because their egos just absolutely deflate on national television and i'm here for it so sports center keep that shtick up keep holding those mean tweeters accountable and uh, you get my deuce vodka hot performer of the week they've done studies you know 60 percent of the time it works every time that doesn't make sense <laughs> that's true that's true caroline wrap us up your deuce vodka hot performer of the week guys i'm a north sider if you, uh, nice. if you don't know that. So I'm a proud Northsider. That's my honorable mention. What a great story. Great that LeBron got involved. And uh, I love any type of positive story when it comes to the community. So I'm a very proud Northsider and shout out to the Northside here in Edmonton. But my pick goes to the entire Oilers Nation community and team. This first week on the job has been so exciting and I get super, I'm, I'm a girl, so I get emotional. I get in my feels and you guys have completely warmed my heart. The, the messages you have sent me and all the positive uh, words of support and love mean the world to me more than you guys know. So thank you guys so much. And I really look forward to meeting you all. Hopefully, you know, when season starts and everyone's out there, come say hi. I love meeting people. And yeah, thank you guys so much. It's getting hot hey, that's my jam. That's a great jam. New button. Thanks for pulling that All as right a new button after I was doing it myself for the last right. couple of weeks. Right. Saved us from some more of those sweet, sweet reviews. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I want to say this. How wild are sun showers? I think it's the coolest damn yeah. thing. Like right now at my place, it is like bright as all hell and it is fucking pouring. Like, I don't know if you can Here hear too. it hitting my window, but like, it's crazy. I love it though. Here on the West End too. I like it. What a beautiful moment that was. Tyler, just recognizing the environment. I tell Mother you what, nature. man, sun showers and the snowbirds. You, you give me those two and I'm happy. 
can can I pitch a show for for Tyler? And I feel like it should be called Tea Leaves with Tyler, where you like yes. give psychic predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you literally drink a this. cup of tea and give your predictions for games and stuff. Because obviously the tea leaves came out so naturally that I think that that's your calling. <laughs> you got to read so between the saying leaves. is just like read the tea leaves, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I read said between read the between. lines or between the lines. Yeah. yeah. Whichever one you want. Maybe uh, that could be something you include in the uh, in the pregame podcast. This yeah, game. maybe time to read between yeah. the tea leaves. Read between the tea <laughs> Sponsored leaves. Sponsored by Lipton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a talking. shout out. We're, we're putting uh, some shit together right, now. Write that down. Send it to LA. <laughs> Literally. On behalf of everybody here, I want to say thank you for listening. I want to thank Sherwood Ford. I want to thank DoorDash, Cornerstone Insurance, and Deuce Vodka for making it all possible. And most importantly, you, the listeners, for welcoming us into your brain and massaging your ear feelings. Thank you. But I do have some homework for all of you. Hit us up with a review. I don't care if you like us or if you don't. Just let us know how we're doing. I promise I will read it verbatim. You heard me tell Rick off a couple weeks ago. I will do it. So if you like us, you hate us, leave us a review and I will read it. That's your homework for the week. Thank you for being here. On behalf of Tyler, Caroline, Dan, I'm Bag Milk. This is Weather's Nation Radio, episode 153, 154. Mm. Have a great weekend, everybody. Shout out, good boy cash. Best wish. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.